Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. I oh God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Ooh, girl. I don't even have my microphone hooked up. Oh, there. Are we good? I guess. I mean, yeah, let's go. <laughs> You've probably noticed I've started bringing my laptop computer with me to podcast recording. That's because you can't stop doing business. No, it's because I've discovered I don't... This is this is going to sound really bad. I used to print out my notes. Like, I'd bring a few note, notes in here all the time. But now that there's people starting to be back in the building again, um, it's a long walk to the photocopier. I'm not afraid of the walk to the photocopier. I'm afraid of all the conversations I have to have on the way. Yeah, we're and, not... Uh, we're not- we're in preseason game when it comes to small talk. Yes. I've got to get my, I'm good at small talk with my coworkers, but I am rusty right now. <laughs> so instead of printing stuff, maybe, maybe I should have just said, maybe I care too much for the environment and all the paper I was wasting printing my notes. Yes, Oof. of course. Oh, are we doing recommendations? I know it's only Thursday. Well, it's because you're going to be away tomorrow. So we won't have a Friday podcast. Yeah. So let's do a recommendation. You go first. Okay. I think it's actually been a couple of weeks since we've done some recommendations. And yeah. I wish I had a pile of things that I had to share. But, uh, oh, boy. I did watch a show, though. It's on Apple Plus. Oh. So, like, where Ted Lasso is. Yeah. It's called Slow Horses. It has Gary Oldman in it. Okay. He does good work. He does do good work. He actually looks like a total slob in this. Like he, yeah. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. He looks like he lives in a, in, in a sewer. But the show, it's it's very, very British. Like, if you stop paying attention for three seconds, you're you're done for. Did you watch it with captioning on? I almost had to. Yeah. There was a couple spots where I even had to pause it and be like, okay, let me just get this all straight. It's about um, these secret service guys, the MI5 mm-hmm. or whatever in the UK. And I guess they have this, the show is about um, a department of kind of the rejects, the guys who have really screwed the pooch. Oh, and now okay. they're kind of pushed to the side and they do grunt work. They're called slow horses. Oh. And so the show is about them and turns out the slow horses aren't that slow and they have to figure out this crime and this conspiracy and all this stuff. And it's really well done, really well shot. And it wasn't a ton of actors that you know or recognize. Gary Oldman leads the pack, but it was really, really good. Okay. Slow horses, slow horses. Slow horses. That's a Bryce Kelly recommendation. I liked it. You know what mine's going to be? And I have a feeling it's not going to be for everybody, uh, but that new Norm McDonald special. Oh, okay. I haven't watched that one yet. So I've watched his... Ver- so what it is, it's called um, Norm McDonald Nothing Special, and it's on Netflix right now. This was shot in the summer of 2020, I believe. And he did, he just... It's him sitting in front of his computer in his home... And it's like he's got a blanket or something hung up behind him. As a matter of fact, it looked like he was painting in his, because you can see painter's tape on the wall going down the stairs <laughs> sort of behind him. And it's just Norm McDonald being completely unassuming. He's testing out some new material that he's just written. And 
right at the beginning of the show, there's some text on the screen that says he was going in for a procedure the next day. So he shot this the night before. And it sounds to me like he was going in for some pretty serious surgery and he wasn't quite sure whether he was going to pull out of it the other side. So he recorded this just in case. Man, that's heavy. It is. And he obviously, he did pass away, but it wasn't, you know, as soon as he thought he might have. It was like a year later. So this has sort of sat around for the longest time. And so Netflix put it together in a special and it's a little raw. It's kind of clunky and it's weird to watch somebody doing stand up comedy in his home with no audience. But he's so confident in his material in just that weird, uncomfortable Norm Macdonald way. It's actually it's beautiful to watch this thing and see how he created these jokes and how. They all seem to land with a thud because there's nobody there to laugh. Right. So it's, I don't know, like I, that's why I said it's probably not for everybody, but being a Norm MacDonald fan, I loved that guy so much. It was like what a, uh, what a treasure, what a treat he left for all of us. I haven't gotten to the part at the end yet where uh, Dave Chappelle... Letterman, Conan O'Brien, Molly Shannon, David Spade, and Adam Sandler. Sandler. There's some heavy hitters. They all, at the end of it, and I haven't watched this part yet, they talk about what they just watched. So I can't wait to see that part. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting thing that he did, recorded all this. He knew he was sick. I don't think he touches too much on the illness or anything like that. But it is an interesting thing. And the difficulty of doing that, knowing that, you know, the next day he was going in for a procedure and he didn't know how that was going to go. Yeah. And yeah, he ended up living for about another year or so and then passed away. And and it does hit different now. A lot of the jokes he'll make and the things he says you watch under a different microscope now that he has passed. It's just weird to see a comedian. comedian, You can see his iPad in front of him. Like he's looking at his notes and there's nothing wrong with that. He's working on the material, but he's holding a handheld microphone. He's got big headphones on. And he's just sitting in his, I don't know if he's in a condo or a house or what, but hes it's right from his home. Norm MacDonald, nothing special, my recommendation. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly, solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. It's total clickbait, I'm sure. But the headline is, married couple learns that they're actually twins. And I'm just going to assume, like, again... Without knowing the whole, I'm assuming that they were twins separated at birth. I don't know. And somehow, man, somehow they met. That is a, that is a headline. That would be the worst because there's no way you can win because if you go your separate ways, because chances are you're walking away from the love of your life. You obviously fell in love to the point that you got married and now you have to say goodbye just because you share the same mom and dad. (laughs) (laughs) The world's not fair, man. But also, if you chose to stay together, imagine the side eye you'd get at every family function. Like a Christmas dinner, you're, I don't know, New Year's Eve, you're at a family party and you smooch each other at midnight. People are going to be barfing uncontrollably because your sister and there's no winner. How do you find that out? I don't know. Like what has to happen that they, oh no, you guys are twins. Yeah. I thought we just, I just thought we saw eye to eye on everything. Like when you find out that you're 
twins. You're uh, you're twins with your sibling, and I'm sure this happens all the time. Or when you're twins with your uh, significant other, do you like that day? Do you go, whoa, um, I'm going to sleep in the spare bedroom tonight, or do you still crawl into bed together and talk about it? Yeah, how hard do you hit the brakes on that thing? Yeah, like I, I'm moving into a hotel. Is it an emergency abort? Do you just pretend that it never happened and you just disappear <laughs> from each other's lives and try to forget? But, but your friends for the rest of the life, your life are like, hey, Bryce, remember that one time when you married your sister? That was funny. My God. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what you, well, that one's probably worse. But the other story about the stripper, too. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, <laughs> Kendra, her name's Kendra. I don't know where this took place, but I read the story and I was horrified. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. They're trapped in your phone. Forever. I wish that this story would have surfaced when we were talking about the really, really bad day at work. But the the woman, her name's Kendra. She's a stripper somewhere in the U.S. Oh, geez. I did read this story. And, headline. And <laughs> she... She was doing a bachelor party, and just as she got down to fully naked, she realized, oh, this is my brother's bachelor party. Ooh. Wow. Wow. That's a bad day at work. That's a real bad day. Uh, and I did see that story. And, like, yeah, the questions people have where they're like, how did how did it get that far into the routine before you're like, hmm. <laughs> like, I don't see my sister very often. But I feel like she would have a general idea of who of some of my friends are. And even, uh... You know, when she walked into the room? Even if it is, you know, the spotlight's on her so she can't see the audience. Oh, there's that. But uh, you would think the brother, maybe sitting in the chair, would be like, Susie? Or one of his (laughs) friends would be like, Kyle, is that your sister? And at the end of the night, does Kendra give Kyle a ride home from his bachelor party? Like, does she stick around, or... So, uh, mom needs that Tupperware back. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Kyle, I know, uh, I have to, uh, I got another gig early tomorrow morning, and I know you probably need to sleep in because it's your bachelor party, but I really need you to go pick mom up at the bus depot. <laughs> like, do they have a casual conversation? Does she dive through a window and just run into the night? How does this work out? I think you have to run into the night and never turn back. Start a new life somewhere else. Yeah. Go fix up a boat on a beach in Mexico. That's your new life. I, I'll bet you Kendra's all-time favorite song, though, is... Because you had a bad day, you take one down, you sing a sad song just to turn it around. I think that's the song she was dancing to. The only place you ever hear that song is in a commercial for one of those easy listening radio stations, right? Like, you never would hear that song anywhere. It, re- it really is easily easy listening. It is. It's the kind of music everyone at the office can agree on. Mm-hmm. Be the kind of it'd be the music you would hear in one of those commercials where people are they're standing at the photocopier laughing, holding coffee cups with the radio station logo on it. <laughs> this is what you would hear in the background. Cause you had a bad day. Although that song is a bit of a bummer. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody texted and said, I am more disturbed by this stripper discussion than hearing about the guy who cut his hand off in a table saw. Well, it's not so much we're talking about stripper. There's just some places you don't want to run into your siblings or even people you know. Like when you're stripping at a bachelor party and it turns out it's your brother's bachelor party. 
that would be really, really uncomfortable, especially if your brother didn't know what you did for a living. Or you know, when you look into the crowd and you see your brother. Like, I don't know how anyone, how you get that far, like when you're completely naked before you realize it's your brother's bachelor party. I have so many questions about this. So many. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, I sort of wrestled with talking about this or not, but on the topic of someone having a worse day than you, uh, this gem came in on the text machine just moments ago. It says, I was looking at an adult website, seen a profile photo of my stepdaughter, never going back to that website again. So there you go. Somebody who's having a worse day than you. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. So a few minutes ago, we were uh, we were doing... Um, no time to Google. One of the questions, I can't reach the questions. Do you have them in front of you? Yes. The uh, Degrassi one? Who played Jimmy Brooks on Degrassi Next Generation? The and answer? There's really only one person you would know who's ever acted in Degrassi, and that is Drake. A superstar. Yeah. So then you quickly told the story. This was a few years ago. You and I were in Toronto at Canadian Music Week, and... I think we were at Royal, we were staying at the Royal York Hotel and we walked over, there's a Jack Astor's right there. We're sitting in there just having lunch and you're like, I think I know our server. She looks so familiar. I know. And finally it occurred to you, she played Drake's girlfriend on Degrassi Next Generation. Yeah. And next time she came to our table, you asked her about that and she shut right down. (laughs) Like she. She did not want to talk about it. No, she said, yes, that was me. Would you like a refill on your drink? Like it was, it was that abrupt. I know. And then I felt bad because then you're like, oh my God, clearly this must get brought up all the time. And mm-hmm. obviously they've had very different experiences post Degrassi in that he's Drake and she's serving me my Buffalo chicken wrap. Yeah. And there's no shame in that. Everybody has to have a job. Not at all. But she must just get oh my God. bothered by it. Oh. And then somebody else just texted and said, I was on a school trip to Toronto in 1993 we went to see Les Miserables. One of the guys working the merch counter played Claude on the original Degrassi. He didn't want to talk about it either. Oof. So, but it, it, the question is, and I think about this all the time, would you rather have that fleeting 15 minutes of fame or no fame at all? Like if you, I don't know, it'd be the same in music. If you were guaranteed to have just one hit song and then you would just sort of disappear and have to get a real job, would you write that hit song or would you choose not to do that at all? I would absolutely go for it. You Well, so would I. Yeah, absolutely. I guess maybe the problem is you'd probably get tired of talking about it. And I hope people who have had a taste of fame, whether it's in Degrassi or a one hit, like I hope you're proud of that. I bet you it's one of those things where in the moment you're enjoying it and then as soon as it ends... You know, it kind of stings a bit. You kind of, life changes pretty dramatically. And like for that server, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, she got on to a more normal life and one of her co-stars is selling out arenas around the world. Yeah. It's probably a little jealousy creeps in there. Uh, But I think after a certain point, you look back on it and it's just a good story to tell the rest of your life that, oh, I was on Degrassi with Drake. It's the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, If you could have a taste of fame and literally only 15 minutes of fame and then it would all disappear and you'd have to get a regular job in the real world, would you taste the fame or would you walk away from the fame? 
What would you choose? If you could only have one hit and then get a job in a lumber yard or wherever you go to work after and have people for the rest of your life ask you about that hit song, would you do it? I know this is very, very hypothetical, but would you? Go ahead, hi. Hey, you're talking about writing one hit song, eh? Yeah, if you uh, had the choice I, to have one hit or no hits at all, what would you choose to do? Well, I probably have no hits, but the uh, reason I'm calling is I've had an idea for a music festival, maybe you can run with it, called Wonderpalooza. <laughs> with uh, one, Wonder spelled O-N-E. It's a uh, one-day festival, like 40, 50 artists, all one-hit wonders, come on, do their song and leave. You'd probably have to have about four stages on the go. Otherwise, the turnover yeah. between each band would be... People would lose interest. Yeah, but the uh, the best part about it will be the tagline for the promotion. It'll be Wonderpalooza. There will be no encores. Man, that is good. What's your first name? Dave. Maybe you could run with that. I, I just want 15% of the take if you manage to make it work. I will give you 10% and you will be happy with that. I will. That would be good too. Okay, Dave, thank you. I appreciate the phone call. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.